It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome, everybody, to the Locked On Lakers podcast. I'm Anthony Irwin. I am not joined by anybody for this episode. I'm going solo, and we are going to take a quick second, a quick break from the player preview series, as there are a couple topics that I want guests for, uh, and I have guests hopefully lined up for those topics there. I'm not going to give away those guests. That's been a tradition from day one here. I don't like to, to either A, ruin the surprise, or B, say that we got somebody and then they fall through and, and now I look like a doofus or more of a doofus. So today's show, I have gotten this question so often that I just want to dedicate a show to it. And I actually wrote about this topic or, or I kind of alluded to this topic in, in something that I just wrote uh, for Silver Screen that will be airing or, or if it hasn't already gone public, it will be short, as soon as this podcast goes live. Uh, but it's it's going to be about the, the stu- superstars that are going to be available next year with the Lakers and, and either their chances at them, guys that I prefer over the other. Uh, as always, because of the way that the breaks work here, it's kind of a three-tier system. So I have the couple guys that are at the very top, top of this list, uh, Kevin Durant and Kawhi Leonard, and then I get into a couple other guys with Clay Thompson and Jimmy Butler. And then the tier three are guys who, if you know, if the Lakers get desperate, these are a couple names that, that they could look at and try to make work uh, either way. So uh, as always, you guys know where to find the show. You can find me on Twitter at Anthony or in LA. You can follow the show on Twitter at Locked on Lakers. You can find the show everywhere that you find podcasts. And as always, if there's a if there's a platform or if there if say you're an Android person and you need help finding the show that way, hit me up. Everybody who listens to the show has they've they've actually been really good at helping listeners in, in that kind of situation too. So so let me know there and we can uh, and, and you can find the show that way. Uh, let's dive into this thing, though, yeah? So next year, in the summer of 2019, the Lakers are going to have plenty of cap space to be able to sign whichever free agent that they want. They shed Lou Aldang's contract, and because of the, the day that they did it, uh, September 1, and they basically accrue all of his they, – they get hit for his salary this year. Uh, and then they stretch the remaining one year over a three-year period and, and basically take a hit of about $5 million in dead money for the next three years starting next year. What that means is they now have, without having to give up assets, mind you, they have as much room as just about anybody next year, and they have plenty of room to sign whatever kind of 
free agent that becomes available or shows interest in them, whether it's a a 10-year max guy, a a, a 5-year max guy, whatever it is, the Lakers have enough cap space to be able to go after anybody that they want without having to hope that they take a pay cut. Because in, in this day... Hoping that a an NBA superstar takes a pay cut, uh, that's just not a good way to operate. That's not a good way to hope for. So the Lakers have all this cap space, and there are some great names available. We start here with Kevin Durant and Kawhi Leonard, and they're at the top of my list because those are two guys who could win titles as the, the 1A piece without – you know, substantial help uh, elsewhere, right? It just so happens that Kevin Durant has that substan- substantial help uh, in Golden State. But I do think with, with Durant, I don't think he was fully aware of how much they loved Steph Curry in Golden State or in, in Oakland, right? And so he's put he finds himself in the situation where despite winning these these NBA finals MVPs, despite being objectively the most talented player on that team, he is playing on Steph Curry's team. Now, would he want to leave that situation to come to a situation where he plays on the team that LeBron was on first? Who knows? I, it wouldn't surprise me either way, honestly. Uh, does, would it surprise me if he wound up in New York? I, I, I would predict that he winds up in New York on a team that he he joins up with, say, Kawhi or uh, Kyrie or Jimmy Butler and or Jimmy Butler and they and they try to make that work with with those guys together but because he arrives at the same time and is the best player on that team it becomes his team in in a huge media market I just don't know how Kevin Durant would do in a big market by himself as the guy we'll see I guess Uh, when it comes to Kawhi there are red flags obviously health being the absolute number one one, and and that's why I have him slightly below Kevin Durant on this list. But we've talked about it a ton. He has interested in playing. He he's been interested in in playing for either in L.A. for the Lakers or in L.A. for the Clippers. I don't think the Clippers are ready organizationally for him to be there. Uh, I just they they seem like a team that's a couple years away from being a couple years away. And so would Kawhi leave a right now a title contender in in Toronto to go to that or would he pass up on the opportunity to play in a title contender in in the city that he prefers for the Clippers I don't necessarily see it but look I didn't see a Paul George sticking it out in Oklahoma City but but Kawhi belongs on this tier by himself though because he can he has won a title as the guy and I think as LeBron kind of takes a step down from being the guy, eventually time is going to catch up with him. It's it's going to be important that and, – and in order for the Lakers to really contend with Golden State, they need a guy who can win a title by themselves to be able to play alongside LeBron and contend with Golden State. The other reason uh, Kevin Durant has a slight advantage – on Kawhi here is that he would be leaving Golden State, making them immensely weaker and making the Lakers immensely stronger. And I, I think if if Durant signs up to play with the Lakers, the Lakers immediately become title favorites for the foreseeable future. All right, we're going to take a quick second here uh, and come back with talking more about these free agents and, and this tier system that I've kind of put them in. 
But first, let's uh, let's talk about Shady Rays. ShadyRays.com is where you got to go to check out some great, great products. They have the the classic look if you're if you're after more of the classic look they have sporty sunglasses uh if you're more of an active type of person uh they are all very they are all fully polarized and and very comfortable uh, i've been wearing them since i got my shady rays that's the only pair of sunglasses i've been wearing out and i have you can ask my wife i'm a i'm a sunglasses freak it's one of my stupid little obsessions uh but i've been wearing nothing but these shady rays and they have been phenomenal for me and and if say Callie jumped up and and knocked my glasses off my face and they got scratched or broken or whatever or if jen was to misplace them i know that i can replace them through their lifetime guarantee program i have to pay shipping and handling obviously but but they are are right there to replace them uh so go to shadyrays.com Enter the promo code BOGO, B-O-G-O, to get 50% off your sunglasses uh, after you buy the first pair. Every pair after that, second, third, whatever, uh, are also 50% off. Uh, It's exclusive to those of you listening to this. They have uh, the other great thing here that I I haven't mentioned yet is Shady Rays provides 11 million, uh, 11 meals to fight hunger in America with every order that and has donated uh, over 1.8 million meals so far. So not only are you improving your the style on your face and and can you benefit from this lifetime warranty but you're you're helping people and uh and starvation in america is is a way bigger problem than than i think uh it should be we need to start fixing that and and if you can buy uh, a pair of sunglasses and help out some people who need some food it's a great way to do it all right we're going to take another quick second here and when we come back I'm going to talk about Clay Thompson and Jimmy Butler and something I find interesting in this Clay Thompson stuff. Uh, So hang tight for a second. This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Barea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Barea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Barea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. So since the Lakers added LeBron, they have been very adamant and reports have been very adamant that they don't want the typical kind of Kyle Korver 3 and D, you know, type player, J.R. Smith uh, 3 and screw up on D type player. So it's interesting to me, there was a report now for full context, Ramona's quote on this is, is it's as close to reporting as you're going to get 
without necessarily being full bore reporting here, but according to some of the people that she has spoken to, apparently the Lakers are are really interested in Clay Thompson. Now, I think for a lot of reasons that I went over in the last segment regarding Kevin Durant, that if if Clay Thompson leaves the Warriors and jumps onto the Lakers, that makes the Warriors worse and and also the Lakers better. So you have that aspect of it. Uh, and then you also have the the Michael Thompson connection. He won championships with the Lakers, and and we all know how much Lakers love former Lakers and family of former former Lakers. So you have that connection too. But I find it interesting though they so they add LeBron, and you think, all right, they'll just surround him with shooters. We'll just get as many shooters as you can, and try to go from there. And they add Rajon Rondo, not really a shooter. They add Lance Stevenson, not really a shooter. Michael Beasley is an offensive threat when he's on the court, but he's not really necessarily a spot-up type shooter. They had some guys on their roster already who they could lean on, Josh Hart, Kyle Kuzma. They draft Svima Kailuk, uh, and, and KCP also shot the, his career best from three-point range last year. But they, they targeted more playmakers as LeBron apparently reportedly wants to move off of the ball. So it's interesting to me that you go from that approach to surrounding LeBron to immediately back to Clay Thompson, who compared to Kevin Durant, Kawhi Leonard, even Jimmy Butler, he's more of a 3 and D guy, right? He's he's a great 3 and D guy. He's a phenomenal 3 and D, maybe the greatest 3 and D player ever. But if you think of the two skills that he is absolutely best at, he it's it's shooting from three as a spot-up guy and coming off of screens and and playing defense on the perimeter. And so, yeah, I mean, it's interesting, right? It's interesting if we are to believe Ramona Shelburne's, I guess, pseudo-report, however she wants to phrase it. Unfortunately, she's not here sitting next to me, so we don't get full context as to how much of that was speculation and how much of it was reporting. But she did mention that she spoke to people, and they're apparently – talking about clay thompson but they are going to take whoever they can get in these uh, of these kind of four guys uh so so that's that's certainly something to to keep in mind when it comes to jimmy butler i've 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 talked about this i know i talked about it this past week and i've talked about it previously before anyway but jimmy butler scares me a little bit because of the the tom thibodeau connection the third contract on guys who play for Tibbs and play long minutes for Tibbs hasn't worked out in in really any case so far, and especially when you're talking about the Max guys, right? Like Derrick Rose was a was a disaster. Joe Kim Noah has been a disaster. Luol Deng has been a disaster. So with all those guys, you have that kind of pedigree, and you look over at Jimmy Butler, and and part of it's beyond his control, but the other part of it too is. I don't know how he would age even if he wasn't in in Tom Thibodeau's system all this time. He's not really a three-point shooter. He has always played really hard. And and while that's a great thing for the teams that he's on in in those moments, that's not necessarily a great thing for the way he's going to age moving forward. Like Pete and I have talked a lot about LeBron and the way that he kind of paces himself. Jimmy Butler is the opposite of that. It's kind of like the Anthony Davis thing where I wish Anthony Davis would like – take it down a notch a little bit and and maybe pick his spots and not go flying into the key every opportunity he gets. So 
we'll see how how Jimmy Butler ages. But all those things, like that's quite a few concerns there. He's a great player, and he would be a, a, a welcome addition to the Lakers. I just don't think he he quite belongs in that Kevin Durant, Kawhi Leonard discussion because of some of the red flags there. And then in terms of fit, I think I prefer Clay Thompson's fit to to Jimmy Butler's fit because of Clay Thompson's ability to shoot the ball. All right, we're going to take another quick second here, and when we come back, I'm going to talk about a few names that we haven't really spoken too much about, but I do think belong in this conversation before we get into like the kind of role-player type names that you'd see fill out the Lakers roster anyway. So, so sit tight for a second. When we come back, we'll talk about Kemba Walker, Chris Middleton, and, and our boy Boogie. But first, let's take a couple quick seconds here to talk about Ease. That's E-A-Z-E. Head over to E-A-Z-E dot C-O slash locked on to get $20 off your first purchase. Or you can find them in your app store under the name E-A-Z-E. And then again, put in that promo code locked on to get $20 off your first purchase. Uh, they have verified con- consumers, retailers, and cannabis brands. Uh, it's a one-stop shop that has you covered. You can get everything, the oils, creams, pens, flowers, edibles, pre-rolls, and even pet products. Uh, though, again, research all of that stuff. Uh, but but not only can you order with these, their easy-to-navigate webpage has tons of information and articles that you would want to use to research. Uh, they have employed over a 1,000 people to this point in expanding the industry. It's safe. It's encrypted technology. It's legal, which which – you know, as we figure out how to make this industry work, it's great to know that while you use their app, you are always going to be 100% in the clear for any potential issues that might come from working with retailers or, or, or other platforms that may have cut some corners here that you might have to worry about. So go to ease.co slash locked on to get $20 off your first purchase. Again, that's ease.co slash locked on or ease in the iTunes or or Android app store. Uh, That's E-A-Z-E. $20 off your first purchase if you use the promo code locked on. Let's take another quick second and then get right back to it. No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts make them count. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? That's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That's a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? Well, that's literally a move. Maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house or switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming. Or you rode the stock market to the moon and back. TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and deduction you deserve. They'll file with 100% accuracy and get you your max refund guaranteed. So switch to TurboTax, make your moves, they'll make them count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. All right, so... We are now in that kind of stretch of players where it it just depends on situation here, right? Now, Chris Middleton, I think, fits 
really well with what the Lakers need to do for a lot of the same reasons that Clay Thompson does. He's a three and D guy, and he actually might even be a little bit cheaper than Clay, and might you know, and and if he is cheaper, if he is willing to sign for less than Clay Thompson would, then I might even be willing to to put him above Jimmy Butler, right? If if Chris Middleton doesn't go for the, for his full max kind of salary, uh, but again relying on guys taking less is is not the way that you want to go into prognosticating on these things so i'll i'll hold off on on doing that with with middleton when you look at guys like kemba walker and boogie cousins all right boogie would make sense in just about any year and 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 i think lebron is is a boogie fan but he's coming off of an achilles injury and he's so big and has relied on being a a tremendous athlete given his size to be as successful as he's been to this point i just don't know if i'm willing to risk it necessarily with the lakers unless we really see some progress from him this upcoming season and 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 you know for those of you who will say well he his injury might make him cheaper well a lot of times you get what you pay for right like if you if you pay to go to a basketball game or a baseball game and you say, all right, I, I'll pay five bucks for these cheap seats versus the $100 seats that are way down below, your, your experience there is going to reflect that, right? You're not going to be able to see as much detail from up there as, as you would with the other. Now, that's not to say you can't have a lot of fun in the, in the cheap seat, seats. I, I love the cheap seats personally. But you get what you pay for. And with Boogie, he might be cheaper, but he might be cheaper for a reason, and you don't want to be that team that talks themselves into Boogie and then find out that he isn't going to recover from an Achilles injury. And, and look, the other thing here, too, is the Lakers have their experience with a an Achilles injury, with a blown Achilles. We saw it with Kobe, and, and unfortunately, he was just never the same. Now, that was in year 16 or 17 for Kobe compared to a year, I think he's in like 10 or 12 or something like that for, for Boogie. So we'll see how that turns out. But I just don't know, given how short a, a window you're having with, with LeBron here, I just don't know if it's worth the risk there. And with Kemba, I love Kemba as a player. I, he, I, I really like a lot of the things that he does. But if you're looking at Kemba Walker after some of these names that, that we've been talking about here, your offseason didn't really go as as you would have hoped. And and the other thing, too, is that you kind of have to talk yourself into the fit here. If you get Kemba, are you convinced that he and Lonzo Ball can play in the backcourt at the same time? Right? It's not like a Rajon Rondo situation where it's not as big a financial investment to to make that work. It's it's a this is a max guy and he's going to demand max dollars. And he'd better work with your franchise point guard moving forward, right? And and in terms of point guard fit alongside LeBron, I, I typically like longer point guards who are better defensively at the point of attack and can shoot as a spot up guy too. That's why you know Drew Holiday to me is is the absolute best example of this. Uh, but for for Kemba, I, I just don't know if he checks off a number of, uh, enough of those boxes and and. And as you've kind of seen here, right, the Lakers, look, in order to shut up everybody on this whole, on the take of, hey, the only reason the Lakers got LeBron is because he was going to go to Los Angeles anyway. Well, if you want that that conversation to go completely away, then the Lakers kind of sort of got to go out 
and get the guy that that they really want. Now, we aren't sure if they've identified that guy quite yet, but suffice it to say that I don't think Kemba or Boogie or or even Chris Middleton, despite how great a fit he would be, are quite in that caliber. I think they kind of sort of need to walk away with one of those other guys and and for those of you going to jump at me and say that I'm 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 back to to setting the bar a little too high. Pete also came on here and said the same thing, right? They're halfway through this rebuild process. They opened up the space and they did in in you know, they did they, they did as much as I'd like to say or as much as as nice it is to say that they didn't give up any assets whatsoever to get rid of Luol Tang and they didn't. There is opportunity cost here because it it was made very clear to Julius Randle and his people that he was not going to be a Laker anymore, whether that's because of stuff that had gone on between in, in their relationship with him in the front office or because they were concerned that he might kind of clog up the books for them next year. Whatever, Julius Randle isn't on the team next year, and they put a lot of work into having as much cap space as they did this past year, and it worked out there. And they put in a ton of work in, in making sure that they have as much cap space as they do next year. So they have to, they have to, they they still have some work to do here. So hopefully that results in somebody like KD or, or Kawhi or or even Clay or Jimmy Butler. And and if they do walk away with one of those guys, then I will completely wipe my hands of the criticism that I've I've levied against them to this point or the concern that I've le- levied against them to this point and say, all right, mission accomplished. They did their thing. That'll do it, though, for this episode of the Locked on Lakers podcast. This is a little bit shorter show, and, and we are going to scale it back just a little bit. I, I'm dealing with some <laughs> – I, I bit my lip, and I can't really talk right. <laughs> yeah, I sound even worse than I, than I normally do. Uh, but – as we kind of get ready and gear up for training camp, we're going to scale it back a little bit. Uh, we still have a couple more of these player preview series. I hope you guys have enjoyed them. And, and if you've missed any of them, go back and check them out. We got to just about every player. I, I still want to talk about Luke Walton. I still want to talk about this front office and um, and and kind of look ahead maybe at, at the entire team or the team It's in, in its entirety as, as we kind of see it right now. Uh, so we have a few more episodes to go here. Then we'll, we'll, we'll take a step back, kind of catch our breath a little bit, get ready for training camp. Uh, hope you enjoyed this, though. If you have any questions or comments, make sure you send them in to iTunes in the form of a five-star review, and I promise to get to them. Uh, if you have any fun kind of questions, I talked about LeBron James as a sandwich last last, last mailbag, so, so that was fun. Uh, hit me up there, though. And we will get to those. Have a great rest of your day, and we will talk to you on Yama. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.